That, that's all it is. Everything that our mind just wants us to do, our ego just wants to keep us safe and small, not deal with rejection, not deal with pushback, not deal with anyone not liking us. That is the sole function of your ego is to keep you disconnected from others and from yourself. Mm. And the minute you see that, then it's it. I'm just going to put it out there. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Can you relate to this? Because Anna Laura and I have totally been in this position. When your life or business gets complicated, do you find yourself turning to others to figure things out? Like, what's the next step that I make? Who am I? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so existential crisis. <laughs> yes, the, the existential crisis. And we have totally been there. In this episode, we're talking with Vasavi Kumar. She is a licensed therapist, mindset coach, and founder of the Mind Your Own Business membership community. And we are chatting about how to really find your zone of genius. And she gives us steps on how to really figure out who you are, how to get mm-hmm. honest with yourself in order to find your voice and be able to show up not only as a storyteller, but the woman that you want to be mm. and that you want others to perceive you as. Yes, yes. Be that boss that mm-hmm. you dream of being. Vasavi is also, if you don't know, the newest guest lecturer in the She Shines Academy. And so she really set the tone for this month. She's showing us and our mm-hmm. members how to show up and share your own story in order to connect with your audience. So in Vosvi's course, she really guides us through exercises that help us figure out where we came from, how to find your voice and beat imposter syndrome, and really how to use your own voice to build that know, like, and trust factor with your audience without fear. Like mm-hmm. Alex said, to really show up as the the business owner, boss, queen, empire builder that you are. Yes. And not only in this episode, but in her course, she helps us really do the inner work, <laughs> the important, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. So we can stop showing up as somebody else, to stop looking to others, to make decisions for us, and really to rely on ourselves because we are confident in who we are and the story that we're sharing. Mm-hmm. And just a quick note <laughs> about this episode. All right. So if you don't love um, explicits, mm-hmm. like the F bomb, maybe this isn't the episode for you. Hey, I'm looking at you, mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looking at you, Lona Downs. All right. So either hit next or you can definitely keep listening and just pretend she's saying fluffy. All right. You, you, that's totally doable, right? <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's get into the super value packed episode. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast. We are here with Vasavi Kumar, licensed therapist, mindset coach, and founder of the Mind Your Own Business membership community. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. And I also just want to say upfront to everyone listening, I am so stuffed up. Uh, I know you called it sultry, but right now I'm just like logged up, but I am mentally very clear. So that's, I got one thing going for me right now. Yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> yes. We've got the good stuff under control. Absolutely. 
Well, let's go ahead and just dive in, Vasavi. If you could tell us a bit about your background, just so our, our listeners, ladies out there can get to get to know you even better. Absolutely. So uh, I was born and raised on Long Island, New York. Um, and I'm a strong first island. Strong <laughs> island, first generation Indian immigrant. My parents came here in the 70s. Um, I was very lucky to be raised in a house where we talked about a lot of things. And I, I grew up in a very loving house. And I think that uh, it's funny because I, I usually when I do these interviews, I don't usually say I grew up in a very loving house. But as I've gotten older and I really look at the person that I've become, I, I really do owe a lot of that to my parents' upbringing mm-hmm. and how they really taught my sister and I to uh, care for people. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, kindness and empathy is not something that, that isn't really focused on, right? We, we teach, you know, we're, we're taught to succeed. We're taught how to gain approval from people. We're taught how to shut the fuck up and not rock the boat and not cause conflict and, you know, um, just stay out of trouble. And I was raised in a house where kindness and empathy and being good to people, all, every type of person was something that was instilled in my head from a very young age. So, mm-hmm. but one thing that I was not trained or raised to do was learn how to love myself. And I think that's because a lot of people do not know how to love themselves. And so mm-hmm. I've had to learn that for myself. Uh, like I said, I, I, I grew up in a house with my, both my parents being immigrants, their work ethic was stellar, incomparable. And um, because of that, you know, I've always been a striver, right? I, I have the mm-hmm. two degrees, I have an Ivy League education, my master's in social work, master's in education, I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, I, and they always really, um, encouraged me to go after my crazy ass ideas, you know, so (laughs) moved to Austin to be a plant-based chef and been on TV for the past 10 years on and off and started my podcast, started my business, you know, back in 2010. And traditionally the Indian households, right? It's like daughters get married or they they become doctors, they're in science Mm -hmm. or, you know, my sister's older sister is a doctor. And I did a lot of what I think was prescribed uh, as like, what would be like a good Indian girl, which Mm -hmm. is... Uh, you know, I got the Ivy League education. I got married when I was 28 and I promptly got divorced, you know, three and a half years later. But what I really want everyone listening to know is that who I am today, which I'd have to say is pretty fucking amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I really, really respect who I am as a person. Who I am today is not only a result of how I was raised, but it's all the mistakes that I've made. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, while I think it's really good and obviously I'm, I'm here to, you know, share what I know and my content and of course, I'm going to tell you that I'm educated and I look great on paper, which I do. I have like a spotless resume, you know, and I'm a very like a, you know, diverse resume and filled with all these things. But really, the person that I am today is a direct result of all the unhealthy choices that I made. And so I didn't just wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm going to learn to love myself. That came about as uh, so many years of self-loathing and, and disrespect mm-hmm. and uh, so many instances in which I abandoned and betrayed myself. And um, as human beings, you know, we're, we're confronted with many choices and the choice is to either stay the same, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. And so I, I died for a very long time. My soul died for a very long time. And so now by the grace of God, I'm, I'm here and uh, I'm almost um, 18 months sober, year and a half wow. sober. Congratulations. And that's a huge part of my story mm-hmm. is that um, while I always really reached for the external to feel good about myself. So degrees, marriage, men, mm-hmm. money, none of that was ever lacking in my life. The one thing that I could never get from outside of me was true peace and 
confidence in myself and deep trust in myself that I got this. I got mm-hmm. me, you know? And so one of my default go-tos to deal with my own insecurities and pain in life was drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So um, I spent, after I got divorced in my 30s, I spent four years of my 30s. I'm not 38. Uh, I got very heavily addicted to cocaine and alcohol because I was dating a guy who was an addict. Note to self, do not date someone who's fresh out of rehab. Um, And so I really had to learn a very hard lesson, not once, not twice, because I've been to rehab twice, is that I really abandoned myself in many of my romantic relationships so that I could feel like I was something. You know, like I, like, you know, only through a man's attention that I feel like I was worth something. And so, I mean, that's really who I am today is not only, like I said, a byproduct of everything, but mm-hmm. if I had to owe it to anything, like any one thing, it would definitely be my recovery and my sobriety mm-hmm. and not reaching for mind altering substances to deal with the everyday happening happenings of, of uh, being a human being. Mm-hmm. Amazing. How, how has all that you know, shaped what, what you do, kind of your, your purpose today. I mean, you, you just, you have such an impactful mission and you help women on so many levels, which we're definitely going to get into in a bit, but how, how did you get from there to here? Like, I'm just, you know, where's, where's that connection? Mm -hmm. So on the professional front, right, I've been running my business for 10 years and mm-hmm. I've always been great at business. I've always been great at marketing myself uh, because I truly believe in what I have to say and how I can help others. The biggest struggle for me had been my own personal life, which I'm sure you see uh, with a lot of women entrepreneurs that, you know, they might, you might have all the strategy in the world, but strategy ain't shit if your mindset is fucked, right? And so that's <laughs> yes. like, here I was <laughs> helping people with their personal lives and their businesses. And, you know, here I am. Mm-hmm you know, dealing with my own personal life and just not getting it handled because Mm -hmm. the money was too good. The success was too good. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm fine because everything on the outside is looking good. I don't need to really, you know, develop a morning routine. I don't need to worry about my habits. I can can deal with that later, right? Because I was so caught up with the outside. Um, And so how, how that's translated is I help women get very honest with themselves because we as women are very comfortable with settling. We are very comfortable with settling. We are very okay with making excuses for things just not being the way we want them to be. We're just, you know, we, 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 we make excuses and we, and we settle in our own lives because we, that's what society has trained us to do, right? Society mm-hmm. has told us that we are not as good as men. We are weak. We, we, you know, we, we are powerless. We need to be the damsel in distress. Our sole purpose in life is to get married and pop out kids. Like we're literally trained, trained to believe this from a very young age. And so mm-hmm. for me, my sobriety, I would not have gotten and stayed sober, right? The getting sober part is easy, right? Um, mm-hmm. The staying sober part is the hard part because then you got to deal with all your junk. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that solely through developing a relationship with myself and being 1000% honest with myself and also having, um, uh, being willing to ask for help and having that community. And so mm-hmm. from that recovery process and sobriety, like I had to get my, my shit straight first, I've been able mm-hmm. to create, you know, my membership community. I have a mastermind for coaches and therapists and service-based entrepreneurs. I have a podcast. It's like everything that I have in my life today is a direct result of my sobriety. Um, and so that's, you know, first and foremost, when any woman comes to me, I always ask her, why do you want what you want? Why haven't you gotten it yet? Mm-hmm. And 
what, what is it that you want? Because we're not trained to ask ourselves what I want. So what, sure. what, what we want. So um, it's, it's all interconnected, right? Because I, I'm no good to anybody if my shit stinks. Like, <laughs> so I had to get my shit straight and be unshakable within myself so that I could really be that pillar of support for the people in my life, for my clients and, you know, the people in my life. Yeah, that's amazing. We're so happy that you're touching on this topic because this is our theme for the month in in the academy is really that inner work, that mindset, that confidence, because working with multi-passionate women, you know, you are pulled in so many directions and facets of your life. And it is so easy, like you said, to just run on autopilot just to look to the external and you forget about that internal work, like, like you said, and I love the three things that really stood out to me was you said, get honest with yourself, ask for help and tap into a community. Um, and I think that's just like a beautiful mantra for, for everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. within your life. Like get honest. Is this where I want to be? Why do I want this? Is this what I want? You know, we're always advocates for asking for help, even if you don't think you need it. (laughs) Yes. That's the thing. And belief that women have is like, Oh, I should have figured it out by, by now. It's like shit. If you were able to figure it out by now, you would have. Why right. Struggling. <laughs> like, right. Stop. Like, listen. Yes. I'm gonna. I want everyone to hear this. I have a huge ego that I have to tame. Every like being this fabulous is a 24/7 job. I have to keep myself in check and yes. like every single day. So you better believe that. Like, I do have people that I go to. My mother is someone that never has bullshitted me ever. It hurts how direct she is with me, but she's the reason why I'm so honest mm-hmm. with myself. Cause she would always just be like, stop lying. And like, of course I lied all the time because mm-hmm. I was terrified of my mother. She's an immigrant <laughs> Indian woman, you know, she's <laughs> terrifying, but it, 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 being honest with yourself first and foremost, being like, mm-hmm. even if you can't be honest with somebody else, definitely just having that quiet moment and reflecting and being like, fuck, this is hard. How do I do this? And just be like, who can I ask? You just, you gotta, you gotta train your brain to be like, who do I ask for help? How, mm-hmm. Like, how can I solve this problem? Because the same mind that created the problem is not the same mind that can solve the problem. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's just not going to work. Like I, mm-hmm. I kept trying to get sober. Like I, and my, my cocaine addiction got progressively worse. It was like one day a week, let's just party on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Tuesday night. And I'm like, why am I getting fucked up? Like it got worse and worse. And I kept trying to like moderate and I kept trying to like, you know, use willpower. And it's like, no, we're talking about a disease of the mind. That's what addiction Mm -hmm. is. So I had to get professional help. I went to residential rehab, not once, but twice. And second time it stuck. My Mm -hmm. point is like, there is nothing wrong with admitting. I don't know what I'm doing and I need help. Like if you can just train yourself, if that's the one Mm -hmm. thing you get from this conversation, like the rest of your life, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it'll be a lot simpler to navigate the shit that you're going through in your life, in your business. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so true. No, we're, and we're, like Alex said, just huge advocates for, I mean, that's literally why we have this platform is because we were so tired of having that feeling like we are doing this by ourselves. That's how we became friends is being like, Hey girl, I need help. Can you yes. help me? And yeah. just that, that, you know, having community with each other and then wanting to expand that to, to others. Cause you're so right. Like there are things you just, anything, name mm. it, Like you mm-hmm. don't need to do it by yourself. Yes. <laughs> Chances mm-hmm. are it's not yeah. something, unless it's just getting honest with yourself, like you said. And you know, that, that I feel like it's such a huge component of, of what you do is really help women specifically get, get super honest with themselves so that they're able to, to show up as themselves and tell their story 
in, in the online space. And that's yes. something we're, we're going to dive into is, is telling your story authentically online, which you have just done such a beautiful <laughs> yes. job of. We just want to thank you for your, your transparency, your honesty, yes, like so that much. alone is going to impact so many. So if, if you like kind of, I don't know, zoned out for a second, go back, <laughs> listen to her rewind. story, like, please rewind, mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to Vasavi's story. So we, you know, when it comes to telling your story, especially in the online space, there's so much out there that we're consuming on a daily basis. We don't know what's real, what's fake news, like yeah, anymore. What is what is the number one issue or, or block that you see your community experience, and what advice do you do you give them to help get past that? The number one thing that gets in the way of women showing up fully, women sharing their story sharing their vulnerabilities, putting themselves out there, is they give too many fucks about what people think. Their family, their friends, strangers on the internet. Just yesterday, I posted my ass on my Instagram feed, okay? (laughs) Literally, it was me up against my bed with my ass out. I had underwear on. I had a new photo shoot done yesterday. And I said to my photographer, I said to her, can you just like take some photos of me? Cause I've been working out. Like I kind of wanted to see what I look like. And so yes. Just photos. yes. And I realized like how good I actually felt in my body, not because I'd lost a little weight and I toned up, but just like from the inside, I felt really good. Like mm-hmm. as a, as a person, I felt good. And no, I don't have a size four, two, six body, whatever, but I'm soft and whatever, but I love how I feel mm-hmm. um, about myself as a person and that I'm taking care of myself. So I recorded a podcast episode yesterday on, good Indian girls and how we're trained to fear and loathe and be ashamed of our bodies. And I posted this photo of my ass out on Instagram. (laughs) And of course I was terrified of what my mother would say of what my Mm father, they both follow me on Instagram. I was worried about what they would say. I was worried I was going to hear a mouthful from my mother. And I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm, this is, this is me being more of me. This is me not being ashamed anymore of my body. This is me not thinking I'm some sort of whore for putting my body out there, right? Mm -hmm. All the conditioning that we've been taught. Mm -hmm. And so that's what stops us, right? Is we're worried about what people think. And we just let that define everything instead of being like, okay, I'm nervous about what Aunt Mary is going to say. I'm nervous about what this stranger on the internet is going to say. Then you got to dig a little bit deeper. Okay. What are we really afraid of? Okay. We're afraid mm-hmm. they're going to think we're stupid. They're going to think that we're, we're being too much. We're going to be, and then it's like really just asking yours. You got to keep digging and being like, is it really true? Is it right. really true? Mm-hmm. And then what, what you'll see it, it is just nothing more than your mind trying to keep you small and protected. That's mm-hmm. it. That, that's all it is. Everything that our mind just wants us to do. Our ego just wants to keep us safe and small, not deal with rejection, not deal with pushback, not deal with anyone not liking us. That is the sole function of your ego to, is to keep you disconnected from others and from yourself. Mm. And the minute you see that, then it's like, fuck it. I'm just going to put it out there. You know, mm-hmm. I had no idea how people were going to respond to my ass, but I don't do it for <laughs> the people. I don't yeah. do it for anybody. I do it because I'm committed to my full expression of myself. That is number one for me is mm-hmm. that what parts of myself am I hiding? And by the way, huge difference. Like there are certain things in my life that I keep absolutely private. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's just certain things. It's not for everybody. And that's my, that's my boundary. And then there are certain things in my life that I'm like, is this going to provide value mm-hmm. for me? Is it going to provide value for my audience? Cause I use Instagram solely for business. I do not use it to make new friends. I do not use it to scroll. I use it solely for business. And so I'm using solely for business. What I put out there is my marketing. That's me marketing myself. That's me marketing my podcast, my membership community. So just having a very clear intention as to how you're using social media 
And if you're not using it to gain likes, followers, engagement, save, shares, and all that stuff, which matters, I guess. But if you, if you get clear on, I'm using this as a platform because I am more committed to my, to me being self-expressed and being of service that I am, you know, garnering those likes and followers and that approval, which is so externally focused, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so stupid. It's, and I don't mean anyone who thinks that way is stupid, but like when you really see such small-minded thinking to think mm-hmm. that way, but when you really op- expand your thinking and being like, I'm using this platform to share, to, to this is my creative self-expression, ex- you know, expressive platform. This is my way of being of service. Stories are my way of connecting with people. It's been the way of connecting with people for thousands of years. It's mm-hmm. not some, what, I, what we're talking about right now, you guys, it's not some new concept. I just, right. right? <laughs> yeah. So if you, if, it's all about your intention and how you choose to use it. How you yeah. choose to use the platform and you know anything, even on interviews. I've interviewed people on my podcast, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, can you let people know a little bit about you? Like, this is this is weak. <laughs> like, you 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 have an opportunity, mm-hmm. right? You have an opportunity to use your voice all the time. Mm-hmm. Everything that you put out there is your opportunity to express yourself. Yeah, it's such a good reminder too. I I think you can get trapped in like post, post, post Instagram. I got to get this picture up. I got to get this. I got to get this post up. But when you really, like you said, when you really think of why are you even doing this, right? Like why are you on Instagram? And and when you and I'm going to use your words because I love how you said it. When you can commit to being of service and commit to being of value you know, not, I think not only does it make it easier for you to want to show up in post, but it makes it easier for you to want to tell your story and you have a place where you can tell your story. And it doesn't come from, like you said, the likes, the followers, the shares, the the so-called vanity metrics, which are nice every now and then, right? But the root of that is the story that you're telling to other people. So, and this is something that we really (laughs) like drive home uh, to our community and uh, in the academy all the time is, you know, like, what's the point? What are you doing? How, we always say the selfies are nice, the pictures look great, the outfit is pretty, but like what, what's the value? Why, how are you helping people? What, what is the point of this? So. Right, or like what I always think about, what do the people need to hear right now? What's going Mm -hmm. on inside of me? What, What is waiting to be expressed? Right, because your job as a content creator is to put words to the shit that people don't have the courage to say. Mm-hmm. That's it. So if you can kind of detach from like needing mm-hmm. the approval, the vanity metrics and all that, your writing, your videos, it would be so much more you, mm-hmm. whoever that is. Yeah. You're going to lose yourself otherwise and all the bullshit and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. it, none of it matters. Just be, be yourself, say what you want to say and keep it moving, you know? Yeah. So well, appreciate this conversation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's also like, we need like, to, this is like a little session too for us. I feel like it's so good to hear. Yeah. I do want to say this. I do want to say that like, yes, there is a fine blend of, you got to have, you know, we're all creatives. I'm very creative. I get, I get, I'm, I'm very scattered. I deal with anxiety every single day. But the thing that has saved me the most is that I have strategy. I have structure, Mm -hmm. right? You Mm -hmm. can either be one of two things. You can be a wildfire and fucking burn everything down, including (laughs) your soul, or you can learn to harness that fire within you and and be like a a street lamp, right? Mm -hmm. Like like one of those street lights, you know, the street lights, Mm -hmm. it's a very, it's a bright light, but it's very focused, 
right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not asking you to not be creative. I'm asking you to be creatively strategic, strategically mm -hmm. creative, right? You've got to have structure around your creativity. Yes. So it's like, oh, I just want to, I just want to paint and I want to <laughs> put it on Instagram. Okay. That's great. And then you're like, I want to make money. Okay. So how do you turn this from a hobby into a business? How do you actually monetize what you're doing? And so, so many people come to me and I'm sure they come to you too. Super creative, no marketing skills, mm -hmm. no business skills. It's like, dude, we get it. Your skills are great, but it might help to invest in a business class, a marketing class, mm -hmm. a, a social media class. Like that's the stuff that, you know, uh, that oftentimes people come to me for, and I'm sure you teach in the academies, like you can have all the messaging and the, and the art and the talent and all that the passion, but you got to have structure to it. It's kind of like a budget, right? A lot of people don't like budgets. And I think that budgets give so much freedom because if you're just spending money left and right frivolously and you're like, where did my money go? And then you feel powerless. But if you have a budget and you live by your budget, then you know money coming in, money coming out, where are you allocating it? Where right. are you investing it? So just structure gives you freedom. Yeah. I love that. And so you touched a little bit on like knowing yourself, you know, and, and we found your, uh, part of your mission, which we loved was when you know yourself, you can be, do and have anything you want. Mm -hmm. And how, and especially with storytelling, like how, how do you get to that point? And it's silly to say, like, like you think, you know yourself, but <laughs> maybe you don't. Right. Yeah. And it's like, so how do you make sure that you know who you are in order to be, do, and have what you want? Like, how do you get to that point? It's a great question. And it all boils down to knowing your core values. Mm. You have to know what is important to you. You have to know what's most important to you and what you value. What do you like? What do you not like? You have to get really, really uncomfortable with the demons in your head. Mm. We all have them. We yeah. all have that shadow side of us. We all have those voices in our head. And instead of trying to numb it by drinking a bottle of wine, instead of trying to keep striving more to like feel like if I only if I make this much more money, I'm going to feel better. No, like for me, what worked for me is that I had to learn how to get really comfortable feeling like shit. Mm -hmm. I have to, instead of trying to fix it, I had to sit with myself, right? And that was the beauty of me being in, in, on my recovery journeys. Like I had to learn how to really be with myself and be very comfortable and, and, and really allow those feelings of inadequacy and uselessness. Because you have to understand, I got sober for the second time at the age of 37. It was a very hard pill for me to swallow. And I am so grateful for it because when you have focus, you have momentum, right? So I focused mm -hmm. this past year and a half on like really developing that relationship with myself, doing all the things that I said I needed to do, but I wasn't doing the internal work, sitting with myself, emotional regulation, staying calm, keeping my energy centered, right? Spending time in silence. How do you begin to know yourself is to stop, stop looking outwards and start turning everything inwards. Like it is no longer about him loving you, her not being your friend. Why can't it? It, it has to be about you for a little bit before then you can turn that outwards and really shine your light. Get to know yourself so well that even if someone said something to you that you didn't like, you'd be like, you know what? I already know that about myself. Right. Like, mm. Call me arrogant. I know I can come off as arrogant. Yeah. Call, me, call me abrasive. I'm aware of that. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a little rough around my edges. Tell me something that I don't fucking know about myself. Go yeah. there. That's yeah. how I want people to get. Like, no matter what anybody says, and you don't have to mm. accept it as the truth, but you're not phased by it. Yeah. It's like that episode. Yeah. It's not that episode. It's not that scene of Eight Mile with Eminem at the very mm -hmm. end of the rap battle. Mm -hmm. I forget who he's rapping. 
the, the guy that he's battling, but Eminem goes, tell me something that I don't already know about myself, right? Because the rapper is like, oh, you're, you're white trash, you're this, you live in a trailer park. And Eminem's like, I already know that about myself. Right. <laughs> white trash. So it's like getting to know yourself so well that you come to mm. peace with yourself, change what you don't like, accept mm. what you love, love, love the shit out of you. And if mm. you don't like something, be disciplined with yourself and change it. You know, so it's, it's, it's finding what works for you, learning to, you got to discipline yourself. Like I'm all for compassion, but like you need to have boundaries with yourself. We're always talking about having boundaries with everybody else. Mm-hmm. No, you need to have boundaries with yourself. We always talk about removing toxic people in your life. Right now, you're probably the most toxic person in your life. With yourself. <laughs> yeah. so. One thing that has been like a common thread right now in, in our academy um, with some of our members is feeling stuck especially in light of Black Lives Matter and this pandemic is, A, how do I show up and tell my story and not offend people? But B, I also have so much going on, but I still want to show up, but I still have so much going on mm-hmm. and I'm anxious. And, and what we've been telling a few of our members, and that's what I'm pointing my story, I'm so happy that you touched on this, is like taking a break, like step away and you have to know who you are. <laughs> like you have to know the point first of why you're even going to tell this story, the story that you want to tell. Like if, if you're not comfortable with yourself, if you don't know the message you want to share, if you're listening too much to the outside chatter and what's going on, you cannot show up effectively not even for other people, but for yourself. So we've been recommending for, for a lot of our members is like, girl, take some time off, like take a break and just get good with yourself. Like it's okay. Instagram will be there. It will, social media will be there, but you have to take care of the, mm. like you said today, that there are being for today, boundaries and inner work <laughs> like that, yes. that okay. has to be done, especially in a time when the world is <laughs> like a dumpster fire. We have to really yes. make sure that that we're okay, especially if we're in the business of serving other people, because it'll show if you're not right with yourself and you're trying to help other people, yeah. like you, you mm. can, you can smell that a mile away. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love the the theme throughout this conversation has really been like letting go of the external, like all the, all the external things, the, the likes, those external things that we chase mm-hmm. after in order to feel validation or, you know, but like showing up for yourself first. I, I just really appreciate that message and just want to, yeah, like applaud that and give all the, all the snaps. All the, all the snaps. All the snaps. <laughs> <laughs> so let's shift a little bit. Um, you know, we serve multi-passionate women. So women who are juggling multiple roles, multiple, multiple jobs, businesses. Um, and you're, we want to talk about your community, mind your own business. And we know it's about helping to helping women to feel good, right. And, and do that meaningful work. Um, how can you maybe, or what advice can you apply to our community of multi-passionate women on how to feel good and, and do that meaningful work, but you also have like a lot of other things <laughs> going yeah. on. Maybe you have two jobs. You're, you're working full-time and you're running a business and you're a mom and you're a wife and you have a dog and you want a social mm-hmm. life. And it's like, oh my goodness, but I want to help others too. And I want to do meaningful work. Like how can we show up as multi- multi-passionate women to do that? I would say, so if you notice, I don't say create meaningful work and feel good. I say feel good and create meaningful work. Because if you feel like shit, you're not creating, you're creating shit. 
right? If you mm -hmm. feel like shit, you're going to create shit. I'm sorry. You may, it may look somewhat good on the outside, but you're not going to feel good. Like you can feel good and create meaningful work. One does not have to be sacrificed. So the first thing I would say is like, move your body every day, right? Like the shit that we see, like they're memes for days. Wake up a few minutes early, spend some time in reflection, pray to God, go for a walk, drink water, take your vitamins, just have it be about you. You have to get yourself right. You have to get your energy in a, in a, in a, in a, in a good state so you're not like a wildfire. You have to. Like if that is, if, if you spend, if you at least even have 20 minutes of dedicated time for you in the morning before your kids, before your husband, before whatever, your wife, whatever, and you take care of yourself, but you are so intentional and focused on those 20 minutes to get yourself right, that mm -hmm. will carry you throughout the day. Then if you take breaks throughout the day, you know, to reset yourself, which I'm constantly doing, because I'm a sponge and I like, you know, even, even like even today, I have five podcast interviews. I, I, oh I have 30 minutes in between all of them because yeah. I'm outputting a lot of energy right now. So yeah. I have to reset, get to a calm state. The other thing I would say is really look at your priorities. Does every single thing on your calendar actually bring you joy? Why are you doing all the, like, it should not be, it should not be a half-assed thing. And listen, I get that there are things that you don't want to do, right? So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I used to love grocery shopping. I, I, I just don't like going anymore because like, I just, I just, it's just too much. And so it's like, you know, I order my groceries now. Like, what can yeah. you delegate? What can you use technology for, right? Like, mm -hmm. just look at how can I, if you don't like, look at all the things that you don't like. Mm -hmm. Even if you're like, I don't know what I want. Well, look at what you don't want. Yes. Currently map out your calendar. Look at all your 80 million to do things and ask <laughs> yourself, what can I dele delegate? What can I let go of? Is this absolutely urgent right now? Because like, first of all, not everyone's urgency is your emergency. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two you have to start setting boundaries with yourself. You do not need to be superwoman. You have to take a look at everything that you have on your calendar and be like, this doesn't bring me joy. This doesn't bring me joy. This doesn't bring me joy. And I understand that we have commitments and priorities and things that we, uh, we say we are going to do. And I'm not telling you to say fuck everything, but I'm just asking <laughs> you to really be more mindful before you say yes, before mm -hmm. you take it on. I also want to say that money is energy. Mm -hmm. And any money that you invest in growing your business or helping you in your personal life will come back to you tenfold because of the fact that if you are sitting here trying to do it all alone, it's just going to make you feel more scattered and burnt out. So, and I, I do walk my talk. And so I want to share uh, two of the biggest investments that I made this year, especially with quarantine. My 38th birthday was in May you know, I don't get my ass up and work out unless I'm paying somebody. So I, I hired a personal trainer, best mm -hmm. 750 bucks I spent every month. And um, I also hired a team, a virtual assistant team. And I love and Like they've done everything on the back end, like everything, mm -hmm. like everything is streamlined. I mean, like I love that. I pay 950 a month. Now for someone listening, they might be like, boss, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. That, that, that's not, that, that's like two car payments for me right there. My car payments are like five something, mm -hmm. you know, a month. And so, mm -hmm. But here's what I will tell you that the minute I hired them, I immediately felt a relief and I've had them for two months now. And I can't even tell you how much extra time and space I have for me to do the things that are really in my zone of genius. Yeah. I will say this though, if you're just starting out in your business, um, one of the, one of the mistakes that I made that I want to share is like, so I've been in business for 10 years. I hired way too soon. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate in my business that I learned 
I was like my, I was like a technician in my business. I did everything. I was the secretary. <laughs> I was the billing person. I was the book, the book, you know, I was the bookkeeper. Yeah, I was, I, I pitched myself to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just when it starts, it starts to get complicated when we start to compare ourselves, when we have bright, shiny object syndrome, when we're on this hamster wheel, we're like, I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. Listen, if you want to make money, get a simple website or create, treat your Instagram profile like a business, have a simple landing page, have some sort of fee structure and have a place to process payments. That's it. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's not that hard in 2020 to make money. Like stop fucking complicating shit. You're like, I don't know what to put for content. Look at Sunday through Monday. What are the pillars of your business? Mm-hmm. What are your main core, your core message, your core values? What are some <laughs> of the biggest struggles of your clients and audience? <laughs> create images, put a photo of you, shoot a video, IGTV. Like it's that fucking simple. Stop overcomplicating. Like listen, like literally if you saw my marketing calendar right now, Sunday, solo podcast episode, send an email out. Monday, photo of Vasavi with the caption. Tuesday, IGTV. Wednesday, photo with the caption, like an image with a quote and a caption. Thursday, podcast episode. Friday, we promote the podcast episode with a quote. Saturday, free for all. I do whatever the fuck I want on Saturday, right? I'll do, I'll do whatever. That's it. And every month is a theme for me. I hated this. I resisted this structure so much. I hated it because I like, I'm not being creative. Like, no, I'm actually more creative now because I have structure. Yes. Yes. This month is like, yeah, like this month is intuition. Next month is focus. November Mm -hmm. is creativity. So it's like, dude, get it together. Like stop trying to, like you're sabotaging yourself and you're not stuck. You're just unwilling to do the things Mm. that are painful. I mean, amen. Vasavi, you, first of all, just like taught our academy. I was just going to say, okay, we have (laughs) imposter syndrome. We have saying no, we have strategy. We have content for days. Mission statement, like like Showing up your ideal audience. Yes, ideal audience. You taught it all. Um, And also (laughs) you're you're speaking to my heart here because I've not been to the grocery store since uh, 2018 of October. No, no. I've been using Instacart because I hate grocery shopping with a passion. So I, I know that is a privilege to get my groceries ordered. Um, I also ordered, uh, have house cleaners because that is something I dread and I will, I just can't <laughs> spend the time to do it. And I will nitpick if my fiance does it. So I'm like, how can we solve this problem for everyone? So just let someone, else, get somebody do else to do it. Yes. Let someone Absolutely. else do it. So you're really speaking to my heart here and really looking at that calendar and saying like, what, what are you dreading doing? What do you not like doing? And if you can delegate, mm-hmm. oof, like when I tell you, just like <laughs> groceries <laughs> done. to spend money on yourself. You're not a loser. You're not pathetic. You're not lazy for out, out, you know, outsourcing stuff. Just you got to stay in your lane, your zone of genius. It's okay to, it's okay to, it's okay to do all the things first, right? Like, so when I hired this team, we spent a, we had a two hour call. I, at that point I'd been editing all my podcasts myself. I created Mm -hmm. all the graphic images. I did all of that. So I was able to literally tell them step-by-step, this is what we need to do. (laughs) They documented it. Now they did it. So like, do know how you want things to run. Do not let someone come in and be like, you should do this. You should do this. That's why you have to know yourself. Cause when you know mm-hmm. yourself, then you know how you want things to look. You want, yeah. so you got to know that you got to find your own SOP, your own standard operating procedure, and then you can outsource it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's what I would Creating say. Systems ladies. We just yes. talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Stop having like 80 million offers. Give people like, yes. listen, Thank have you. some, have some way to get to know them. Have, you know, some sort of discovery call, whatever, some consultation, a form, give them two options, right? One should be like an entryway into a higher level, le- level, uh, you know, a service that you have. So I have a, 
uh, 45-minute, $77 thing. And that is just an entryway into my other two services. You either join my membership community or you do a VIP day with me. Everything mm -hmm. has to have strategy. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're just flying by the seat of your fucking pants and you're like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything has to have a strategy. What are you doing? And I think women are really afraid to be focused. Mm -hmm. They're very afraid to be focused. They're very afraid to be clear and direct because we are trained to be wishy-washy. Yep. We are trained to tiptoe. We are trained mm -hmm. to be damsels in distress and rely on a man to take care of us. Like get your fucking shit together. You owe it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Get it together. Yes. yes. I'm going to listen to this. Yes. So much. <laughs> Over and so over. much. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah. No, this is like everything that we have, that we, we have been saying, but it's rolled up into a nice, clean, concise, but you're just like speaking to our hearts right and, now. And I'm saying this as a recovered addict and alcoholic yes. and as a licensed therapist and mindset coach, I think honestly, the reason why people can absorb what I say a lot easier, if I wasn't like, yes, I have the credentials, but I think what really how I get through to pay people is through sharing my story, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not just saying this. Mm -hmm. as like, I'm an Ivy League educated social worker. Like, no, I've been through some shit and I had to get my shit together. So I'm saying yeah. this from personal experience as someone who has played the damsel in distress, who said, I don't know, I'm stuck. It's like, no, I'm not stuck. I just refuse to be focused because <laughs> I'm stuck. Because mm -hmm. as long as I'm stuck, I don't have to take action, right? Mm -hmm. yep, so, there it is. Yeah. Hence the importance of telling your story, owning your story, knowing enough of who you are in order to be able to show up for others that you want to serve. Like, yes, we, uh, um, you know, it was. we get rewarded to, you know, being helpless, you know, and I, I, I say that like I was a, I was the helpless child growing up. I was the, <laughs> the one who needed the most support. And I really benefited from that because as long as I was the helpless child, I got all my daddy's attention. So, <laughs> so I, I became a helpless adult woman, right? Mm -hmm. So we have certain behavioral patterns that we have to really look at where does this come from? Where, yeah. Why am I acting this way? Why am I acting this way? Like really get to know, like, cause it's, that's not you. That's not yes. who you are. You are a powerful woman. You have been trained to think that you're powerless and you're not. You're literally the only thing in your own way. Mm -hmm. so. Love it. Well, before we round out, uh, we just want to know if you have like, what would be your number one piece of mindset advice for women growing a brand online and who are storytelling in the, the social media space? I would say if you feel like you shouldn't share it, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so liberating. It's so liberating to just, you're just that you're just more of you, who, who you are. And then you'll really see people who want to work with you for you versus mm -hmm. this fucking bright, shiny, perfect Instagram feed. I don't have a perfect feed. I don't give a shit. I just be more of you. Then you'll see. It's like when you're dating a guy, right? <laughs> you can either put on this front like, oh, I'm this girl that's going to fuck around. And like, I'm just the cool girl. Like, no, I'm not the cool girl at all. I was never <laughs> cool. I never wanted to be like anybody else but myself. But the more you you are, mm -hmm. the more you that you are, the more you will, you will attract people who want the, that mm -hmm. you-ness. Not just some like, oh, she's going to make my life look perfect. Like, I'm not going to make your life look perfect, but I'll have right. you have a really good relationship, an honest relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. And isn't that worth something? You know what I mean? So it's like, just be more of you. If you think you shouldn't share it, you probably should. Mm -hmm. Such advice. One, one more thing. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Do not go get advice from people who have not done inner work on themselves, who are not honest with themselves and who are not willing to put themselves out there themselves. Do not ask advice from your 80 fucking five-year-old grandmother, I'm sorry, who maybe is like really like backwards in her thinking 
or from your mom or, your, or from, your, from your friends whose idea of a good time is just getting drunk on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Who, you know what I mean? Or just talking, like, don't. Like, get yeah. help from somebody who's been there, done that, period. Yeah. Who's going to be your boost of confidence is going to be like, go do it. Not someone who's going to be like, are you, are you sure you want to do that? Right. Like, no, you don't need to <laughs> that energy in your life. You don't. That's it. You're, you already have enough of that in your head. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're already the most toxic person in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Vasavi, thank you so much for all of this. Like I said, I know Alex and I will be listening to this and we can't wait to share it with our community as well. Ladies, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to go follow Vasavi and check out her podcast, check out all the things. So tell us, where can we connect with you? So you can first and foremost connect with me on Instagram. My handle is, my name is Vasavi. So that's easy. <laughs> uh, my website is vasavikumar.com. And if you want to reach out, I'm, I'm in my DMs. So just go ahead and reach out to me. Like, let me know if you like the podcast, if you have any questions. If you enjoyed our interview, I'm, I'm responsive. I'm the person responding. So please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. So is there anything that you're working on right now that, that we can share? I would say I'm definitely um, working on creating more content inside the Mind Your Own Business membership community. It's a mindset and business community. I also actually just invested in a book proposal coaching program, which is three months with um, one of the former book editors from Hay House, which is... Uh, a publishing company in the self-help industry. Yes. I'll be starting that in October, actually October 6th. Oh, amazing. Um, the two things that I resist the most are working out and writing. So I got the right, the working <laughs> yes. out created, uh, covered and the writing I do, but like in a format of a book proposal, like it's, I, I, I did that six years ago and I never fully completed it because life happened and handed me a shit sandwich. So <laughs> I'm really excited that, that I just invested like four grand in that. So I started that in oh, October 6th. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Congrats. All along. I'm, I, that has been a dream of my heart for so long is to write a book. So I will be following along that whole process. I'm so excited for you. I'll, so, definitely, I'll give you the resource yeah. as to the program that I signed up for. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we'll also, we'll try to link that in the show notes as well. Uh, so ladies, if, if a book has been on your heart too, definitely check out the show notes mm-hmm. and all the things and be sure to follow Vosby. Um, So now we're going to enter our rapid fire question round. So to set the scene, we're in a coffee shop because we're slowly, I think maybe able at this point to go back into coffee shops. (laughs) That is a true. Okay. (laughs) So we're in a coffee shop. You're standing in line. What is your, first of all, what is your drink of choice at a coffee shop? Well, if I was at Starbucks or whatever, no matter what, it would be a medium ice soy latte. Mm. Medium ice soy latte. So you're getting ready to order a medium ice soy latte and someone recognizes you, taps you on the shoulder. Oh my goodness. It's Vasi. I have three questions. I've been dying to ask you. And then afterwards, she's going to buy you your ice soy latte. That's great. What is your favorite way to connect with new people? Um, I love sending video messages through DM to my yes. DMs. That's how yeah. I engage with my audience. Same. I send them, yeah. I send them video messages. Yeah. I love that. Second question. She wants to know, how can I create community in my life or business? I would say use your Instagram account as like a, like a networking opportunity. Like look at five accounts that you love, like that you admire that you are, you know, and they're kind of at the same, when I say level as you, I don't mean like better than or worse than, but like look at women in your community who are kind of doing similar things as you or even locally, like in your own city and literally reach out to them and be like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I love your work. I'm a huge fan. I'd love to connect or just like, I just want to get to know you. Like it's just basic social skills, (laughs) one-on-one, you know what I mean? Like reach out, don't hesitate. 
What's the mm-hmm. worst thing that somebody happened? What's the worst thing somebody can say? I'm not interested in talking to you. Okay, keep it moving. That's mm-hmm. it. They're Thanks. lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. And the last question she has, how do you get your fill of girl talk? Oh, I FaceTime with my girlfriends like at night. You know, I'm single, like fucking really ass single. So like I uh, FaceTime with my girlfriends at night. But, yeah. Oh, love it. Yeah. Wait, oh, so um, I'm, I'm going to be getting my iced coffee now, right? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, cool. yes. Cool. Just so now sure. you order <laughs> and you go and chat. Yeah. You got your coffee. Okay. I love that. Well, Vasavi, okay. thank you so much again for so your time. Much. We know you have millions of interviews tonight (laughs) (laughs) so we will let you get to those but we just want to thank you so much for all the the amazing value that you shared with us and with our community and like we said we can't wait to dive into this episode many more times (laughs) thank you so much for having me Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.